0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's that time again, folks. Time for the world-famous Motion Picture Retribution Power Hour, presented to you by the illustrious Evening Brothers. Take it away, band. Welcome, right. welcome, welcome to MPRPH, oh. the Motion Picture Retribution Power Motherfucking Hour. <laughs> We're uh, we're earning our explicit tag right right away this time.
1: That's right, bitches. Because <laughs> it's been
0: thirty thirty Lord anointed you minutes since we planned on starting recording.
1: And now we are finally minutes. starting. Yeah, we're recording. Uh I am Brother John and I
2: am Brother Lincoln. And I am Brother Preston. He did it.
0: He did it.
2: It's amazing.
1: It's hey, you know what? Thing. Small small victory. Oh wait, hang on. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I swear to you, if we have to restart this podcast, I am going to lose my goddamn mind.
0: (laughs) President, Jonathan and I will record We'll just send you a track to, like, chuckle half-heartedly along to as you listen. Record, like, we'll just make you record asynchronously.
1: I cannot express to you how fast I will drive to Utah. (laughs)
0: With a 2010 Mac Mini, because that's going to be a better solution than whatever
1: you have right now. A fucking Nintendo DS would get us further than this ass. You know what,
2: Lincoln? If I had another option, I would use it. Are we? But I don't. Do we
1: have to restart? Did you run out of bars again?
2: No, I'm totally messing with you. Oh,
1: good. Oh, my God. Oh, beans. <laughs> oh, sweet,
0: sweet beans. God, sweet holy beans. We're ready to record. Uh,
1: Preston, um, I would like to formally apologize for an emotional outburst that one or the other of your co-hosts may have had.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> so I mean, Lincoln was, was just... already mad at me. I just needed you to be mad at me as well. <laughs>
1: Goal achieved. <laughs> it happened Preston, for you,
0: <laughs> President. I'm never mad. I am just disappointed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, and I do
2: a really, <laughs> really good job of disappointing you. Oh
1: man.
0: <laughs> oh. Mm. Well, I made you watch Twilight. This you is sure called did. the Motion Picture Retribution Power Hour, and I, I sure feel like. Like there's some retribution involved here. You, <laughs> really? paid, you both paid dearly for this for this view time for this watch. I, yeah,
1: I cannot no express Lincoln. to you how bad this movie is. Do
2: you ever consider that that maybe my audio problems today were I don't know in retribution for something else?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, or uh, perhaps just a curse, <laughs> or perhaps a curse that Edward Cullen himself has laid on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. That we would sully the Batman's name like this, <laughs> like I assume we're going to later.
1: <laughs> As I can only assume.
0: Um, yeah, I just want to hear what's your what's your general thoughts on it so far.
1: Sucks ass. It's bad. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> like, I don't know I, if I've was, seen
2: a worse movie.
1: I was wow. so surprised at how much this felt like like a twelve year old made it in iMovie. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah, that's like the that's kind of the the main thing. It feels like the kid made it. <laughs> yeah, from the writing to the acting this, to the movie, cinematography.
2: The best way I can describe this movie is having all of the constitution of a wet limp noodle hey hey and not a good like dente pasta noodle like a mushy disgusting later Equivalent
0: punishment is later
1: (laughs) he's getting he's getting ahead of himself
2: (laughs) i'm jumping the gun because i cannot wait
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know lincoln i don't know what you were looking for on this but bad job bad job i mean good job obviously because that's the whole point of what we do here but bad job
2: lincoln you're lucky we're still friends (laughs)
1: this was this was a popular movie this is the thing that i kept thinking throughout this is like people this made so much just sweet cash how it did how
0: yeah i think i think one one thing that i want to to say not in the film's favor this is just a neutral thing have you ever seen a ya movie that made this many decisions
1: oh boy did it make decisions it made there were so, so many all decisions. the wrong ones to be fair but yeah, yeah no it made decisions left and right
0: like it represents an era of of artistic control like this is why directors don't have artistic control now like this movie was like we learned our lesson like let's not let our artists make movies anymore
1: yeah, no, it, the, the lesson was not find good artist. The lesson was like, I don't think we should have allowed that. <laughs> like,
0: I should, I, that shouldn't have happened. There should have been something in the bylaws to prevent Twilight from getting made. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Twilight is the movie of, it's a story of Bella Swan, who is played by Kirsten Stewart. And she moves in with her estranged father to the town of Forks uh, in the Pacific Northwest and goes to high school there where everybody loves her and is open and kind and inviting.
1: Yeah. There's no high school drama at all. Not at all. Um, and while she's in high school, she meets the Cullens
0: who are a kind of foster family, an incestuous foster family. So like the incestuous has a couple asterisks next to it, I guess. Um, and they're like cool, rich kids, who always just walk in during lunch and eat lunch and then go home, I guess.
1: That seems to be, yeah. Like they definitely don't go to science class. The movie made damn sure we knew that.
0: Yeah. They don't go to science class. And one of them is named Edward and he's played by beloved, the Batman himself, uh, uh Robert Pattinson,
1: the guy from the lighthouse, Robert, Pattinson. the guy from the lighthouse
0: who isn't Willem Dafoe. Although, the Willem Vengeance himself. Robert Pattinson. Insane. <laughs> Vengeance. Vengeance? Is that what you said, Preston? Vengeance
1: himself. <laughs> That's yeah, a funny sure. joke, Preston. Hey, Preston, you made That's it funny. A good one.
0: Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, I just wanted to you're take welcome. A moment to recognize that, I like. I'm that. trying to
2: contribute here. You know, I know I've caused you a lot of of um, <laughs> anger and frustration. And I'm trying to make up for
1: it. You're doing good. You're, you're doing good already, also, Preston. Quick you. side note, Lincoln. Before I, as I derail you, I guess um, I kept calling him Peter Cullen. And Peter Cullen is the guy who voices Optimus Prime. <laughs> That's just—I need you guys to know that. If I,
0: if my voice Peter wasn't Cullen shot, tale. I would try to do a Optimus Prime uh, voice and say something Edward would say.
1: Ooh, can I take a little? Can I take a, a different approach yeah, and give it, you guys just a, a little, a little taste of Robert Pattinson as a Transformer? It could be a, no. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Optimus. Wait, Robert we're going Pattinson the other way around. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, okay. sc- sc- chop and screw it. I'm gonna flip it yeah, around. Yeah, yeah.
0: The popular cousin of Yes and is Yes, but. Yes, however. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's gonna, be, it's gonna be him from this movie, just so we're clear. Um, okay, okay, okay. My name is Optimus Prime. <laughs> All it takes is a
0: little Energon and a lot <laughs> of luck uh anyways. i didn't really
1: have have a lot to go on with that we're no, gonna hey you know what's cool you know what i like is when we sort of drive past a joke that's not gonna make it into the podcast
0: <laughs> yeah just wave <laughs> a goodbye wave that
1: wave a yeah, like, little bit goodbye that could have been something bye buddy
2: <laughs> um, swing and a miss come on guys <laughs>
1: t- tell me about it
0: let's keep going keep going i'll power through um so she meets she meets a bunch of friends they're all like really, really nice, which we pointed out, which is kind of funny. Like there's no high school drama. It's all just like loving, caring, welcoming friends. And she decides to fall in love with the one guy in literally the whole school who is not loving and welcoming and, and caring and <laughs> respectful. Um,
1: in fact, I would I would go so far as to say he he makes up for all the love and care from the other people, <laughs> yeah. everyone else in that school.
0: He, he brings the average back down to the national, you know, normal levels. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but before she meets Edward, she meets Jacob, and Jacob again. Really, really nice. <laughs> just Pretty a solid, chill dude. Solid Pretty chill dude.
1: Chill guy. If if there ever now, I'm not suggesting that this would ever happen, but if there ever were to be a love triangle, it seems. I mean, just uh, so crystal clear who's like a better person for He's any a human runner, being. Yeah. But yeah. hey, what do I hey. know?
0: Uh, so she chooses Edward. Edward uh, watches her while she sleeps a couple times. There's a lot of like really groovy, amplified electric guitar sounds, which is fun. Um, they fall in love literally through nothing at all. They just it just no. is declared by the narration, I am now in love with Edward Cullen. And then they get to know each other after that. So they fall in love and then then they learn who each other who they are. It turns out Edward Cullen is a vampire. Um, Which, unlike every other movie in which vampires are cool, here, they're total dorks. (laughs) They're just
1: absolute (laughs) dweebs. They they are the trolls from the Trolls movies.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Morbius. Even in Morbius, vampires are cooler than in this movie.
1: Uh, Yeah, 100%.
0: (laughs) And then she goes to meet uh, Edward's quote-unquote family, which is a, just entirely composed of vampires. And they're also all really nice. <laughs> Everyone is uh, so kind. Mm,
1: uh, I would love to take a quick uh, pause on them being nice and suggest <laughs> that nice? they're nice. They're nice in a Ted Bundy way. They're not like <laughs> nice. <laughs> they're not like welcoming and cool. They're like well, no, the, the totally dad is fine. Like,
0: She's part of her family now. Let's protect her. And then they go into great lengths and even hurt themselves trying to protect
1: her. I mean yeah, but the vibe is not good is what I'm telling you. Like like the scene with the family, there's there is no part of that that's normal or feels like a <laughs> like an interaction two people would have.
0: No, but they're not people.
1: Notice I didn't say human beings. I think <laughs> vampires are people and actually I think it's really discriminatory that you would suggest otherwise. Well,
0: I don't think they're people and I hate mm. this movie, but I do think that they're nice. They're just not nice well, people.
1: <laughs> okay. You know, well, I think we can all agree that they hate salad bowls. So that's important.
0: <laughs> yeah, because one of them crushes them in her bare hands. It's kind <laughs> yeah. of a great scene, actually.
1: <laughs> Probably the coolest part of the movie.
0: Vampires in this movie aren't allergic to sunlight. They're not vulnerable to crosses or garlic. They have all the superpowers. So, like, they can fly. They can't transform, even though that'd be wicked cool. And their skin sparkles in the Blade. daylight.
1: Yeah, I have a theory about that. I I feel strongly that whoever, Stephanie Meyer is who wrote this. I feel strongly, because I know that it started as like a Fifty Shades fan fiction, or maybe the other way around. Anyway. um,
0: Other way around, other way around. Is (laughs) it the other way around? Okay,
1: well, then that that lends a little extra credence to my theory. Um, I have this theory that she didn't actually do any research on (laughs) vampires at all, like even a little bit. She was just like, okay, let me list off things I know about vampires. One, drink blood. Two, don't like sunlight, presumably for cosmetic reasons. And three, <laughs> nope, that's it. That's all that's I it. have. That's
2: all I know. I think that checks out because the amount of research that happens in the movie that leads whatever the main character's name is to figure out that- Bella. Edward. Eddie is a vampire. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> I think, the I think they just regurgitated <laughs> that exactly from what Stephanie Meyer did in research for the book.
1: That makes yeah. a lot of sense.
0: There's like four total clicks, like Google <laughs> click, 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 click. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, there, yep. with a couple and a very, in between very there.
2: deadpan delivery. Well, you're a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's had about a little what the story does A little.
1: Too. That had a little midwestern kind of funk on it, Preston. Yeah, I, I, had a little, I like that.
0: I like saw the potato salad materialize in your hands. Yeah, like, oh,
1: oh hey there, you're a vampire.
0: <laughs> you're a vampire. Careful, oh, some of this sure potato salad? Job. My mom ate it.
1: <laughs> in classic form, we all got a little too excited to make the jokes, and we talked over each other.
0: <laughs> then I'll, have to, I'll have to weave that back out. I'll have to, <laughs> to to take this terrible tangle and turn it into a beautiful tapestry of audio later.
2: Mm, fix it in post, fix it in post, which I can only imagine was post. also what they tried to do with this movie it had to
0: be well they they said
2: they said fuck it in post (laughs) (laughs) they said fuck it while filming and then
0: fuck Uh, it in the edit
2: (laughs) and they really fucked it didn't they
0: They, uh they keep falling in love and then literally like 32 minutes before the movie's over the villain is introduced
1: oh yeah there's a story in this one too
0: (laughs) there's a story in this story did you know that (laughs) um the the villain is another there's a story there's
1: just no
2: like conflict to drive the story
0: no Mm. not at all sorry
2: we're not talking about the movie yet my apologies,
1: Lincoln.
0: We can No, we can. You're welcome to.
1: No, I say shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
0: And the 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 bad guy is a vampire who wants to hunt and kill Bella because it's the ultimate the ultimate hunt is to hunt humans that are being guarded by, by vampires.
1: Which like it, it, I have such a problem with that. Like why in what world is that even part of the game that they play? Like I would think that the ultimate hunt would be vampire hunters. That would be something. Like people who could defend themselves. How many times do you come across this situation? right cuz it's not a lot i feel this is the only
0: time that's why he was going so so mad about it he was just like this absolutely. is my only time i'm ever going to hunt someone who's being protected by other vampires
1: he's one of those guys that gets like really stoked that today is a different day than yesterday you know <laughs> yeah like, midnight
0: rolls around he's like it's tomorrow guys yes
1: happy happy tuesday idiots
0: <laughs> he lives he lives the way that all of us should live which is in the moment <laughs> just moment to seeing, moment moment perhaps, to moment perhaps perhaps Immort- a little too immortally. much <laughs> Uh and then uh they have a big fight and Edward uh, almost kills the bad guy and then they go stop it we're not like this and then Edward's like uh okay and then he <laughs> backs off the body at which point the other vampires then rip the ba- rip the guy to pieces and set him on fire
1: <laughs> which <laughs> and obviously pretty much sick movie. but yeah no yeah very that's...
0: sick very cool Well
1: that's not cu- hey hold on that's not it, quite though. the end of the movie is it Lincoln that's not quite the end of the movie Uh
0: the end of the movie is wait what is the end <laughs>
1: the, well okay i can't blame you because i kind of i took my little tune out break for this movie about three quarters of the way through um <laughs> there's a chance i fell asleep not 100 percent sure anyway um uh but I, so i could see how you might have taken your kind of checkout break at the end the end of this movie is they go to a prom and then it's oh, very awkward and yeah he yeah almost i remember that turns her into a vampire but then he's like am i not enough for you and she's like what okay um <laughs> and then the credits
0: yes yes i remember this it's a it's a lovely prom at the end between this 17 year old girl and this 150 year old <laughs> vampire man oh <laughs> oh it's so sweet well, he's so no much more pounds. powerful than her there's no way that they could consent um <laughs> which is just one of the many problems with this movie that, that now, uh, I want to get into, but first I want to talk about homework. Yes. For your homework. I told you my, I listened back to the quote, so I made sure I I said the homework again correctly, which was search the phrase twilight fan fiction. And then quote, let the spirit lead you from there. (laughs) Um, so what I want to hear from each of you and I have one as well. Um, but Preston, I want you to start and I want you to tell me, uh, just start from that search and take us on a little journey through through what you found.
2: Well, as we have, um, as I have discovered, I cannot exit out of my recording app to go find my fanfiction. <laughs> oh, no. Which based I know sounds on... very convenient.
1: This is going to be However, based on memory,
2: then.
0: <laughs> yeah, go from memory. This Tell is us the situation.
2: <laughs> um, I did a Google search. I clicked on the first option. I scrolled through the menu in uh, something that can only be described as horror um, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) hatred and um, uh, pessimism for the human race. um, Yes, yes, yes. And humanity in general. Mm -hmm. And I clicked on the one that seemed the least um, uh, horrible and the least (laughs) sexual. And there you go. And then what did you find?
1: What was it? Did what you was it? Read what was it called? It? You
2: know, I, I read the first, like, paragraph, and that was <laughs> that was more than enough for me.
1: <laughs> so, Preston, actually, I would love to ask you one real question, which is, what was it about even at all?
2: You know, that is a, a very great question. Um and unfortunately, I did not read it in enough detail to be able to what tell was, you
1: what was the title. Um, he sounds was like a, like a politician
2: talking about the deficit. Like,
0: ah, <laughs> uh, hmm, excellent question.
2: It was yeah, it was about like two got... characters that I did not recognize that <laughs> very well could have been from this movie, and you know, I just did not remember. Could sure. be from one of the other books. Could not Named tell you.
1: Bella and Edward. Um, <laughs>
2: No, it wasn't. It was two completely different names.
1: Ella and Bedward. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, John, why don't you tell us what's going on? (laughs) Mm -hmm. As as per usual, I'm here to scoop up the ashes of Preston's homework and put them into my own little thing. (laughs) Sculpt Uh, them into your own little
0: little present. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I did start with the term Twilight fan fiction, and then I was so... Confronted by just heaps of pornography, that I decided maybe, maybe I was going to refine my search a little bit. Um, so I, I I went and I searched uh, Twilight crossover fan fiction, and that led Ooh. me to a very beautiful little site um, that was almost some not porn, and I, <laughs> it was almost that's almost I, not I, porn. I found. Um, Oh god! Probably the greatest thing, probably the greatest thing on the internet. I don't know. Um, it was a long list of possible crossovers, and there were so many enticing little morsels that I I almost <laughs> clicked on. But the one that I landed on <laughs> is the Twilight crossover with Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. which was so specific that. I, I had no choice but to look into it. Um I it's a it's a four-chapter little story and I'll give you a quick overview because not a whole ton happens in this. I will say lore-wise, they really dug into both sides. So this takes place as as uh, Can I wait, see. can
0: I pause you? I want to I experienced a similar thing when I was searching for my fanfic with Was it literally just, like, so much description and trying to show off how much you know about the community and then, like, the barest resemblance of a story to try to, like, tie it all together?
1: Absolutely. It was (laughs) so, it was, like, I have watched every frame of Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice and very little, like, and I know how to tell a story. Um, Yes, yes. So this takes place after Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice with the assumption that Lois Lane is crushed by a rock and and Superman just sort of didn't turn evil, as was prophesied in Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice. Uh, And the the general story is Superman repeatedly saves Bella from various... Oh, this is also years after the Twilight Saga, where she... Apparently Edward is dead or gone. I'm not entirely sure. I think he's gone because he's not dead. Actually, I know that because <laughs> um, he comes back and he fights Superman. He. he doesn't fight Superman. I wanted. I was so excited about where this was going. Anyway, he um.
0: Superman's kind of the opposite of a vampire. He's like charged what? by the sun.
1: <laughs> well, I mean the the opposite of maybe a normal vampire. That's Not true. these ones. He's—I no. guess he is—in that he's just sort of matte like any other human man would be. <laughs> um, so Bella is a schoolteacher now, and she has, has dated around and found nobody that fits her type, uh, which is apparently a skeezy little rat man. If we're <laughs> t- to appreciate these movies, so she uh, she's a schoolteacher, and she repeatedly finds herself in trouble with a deteriorating society. There's a bunch of crooks around. Superman saves her twice in the first two chapters. And then there was an yes. author's note that said, I four. promise, I promise, out of out of four, yes. And the author's note said at the end of chapter two, I promise this isn't just going to be four chapters of Bella getting into weird scenarios and Superman getting her out of them. Which is, I would say, patently false. That is exactly what happens (laughs) in every chapter after that. Um, Batman comes in, Bruce Wayne comes in. There's a whole dichotomy with Bella trying to figure out Bruce Wayne's, why he's involved in this, and also why Clark Kent's involved in this, and also why Clark Kent reminds her of somebody, but she can't figure out who. Um, okay, great. Yeah. It's, she says it's, she has the
0: same level of intelligence that she has in the movie. That is exactly
1: correct. Uh, by the end of this this saga, she is being stalked by Edward again. Superman thinks he's a kind of a weirdo, uh, which is fair because he is. And she adopts a weird little orphan child and that is the end of the story.
0: Uh, John, that is wonderful. Thank <laughs> that you. That is very good. <laughs> and, and you really thought that you found the best fan fiction and
1: that's because i i'm pretty sure i did i spent a lot of time and i'm pretty sure that.
0: you didn't i'm gonna i'm gonna take you on my little journey okay. i first opened up uh incognito mode
1: <laughs> oh you're so so much smarter than i am
0: <laughs> and then i opened it was and also I turned the first
1: thing I did. <laughs> Not, my algorithm is really gonna be fucked by this one huh
0: <laughs> yeah that's that was exactly the right word too <laughs> And uh, and I, then I went to to the fanfic collection on uh, archive of our own, which you know I'll, I think both of you probably clicked into that and then clicked back out. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. I had the courage to continue to continue diving, Couldn't and be I more sorted. Proud of you. I sorted by date and then scrolled to the bottom and found one of the earliest Twilight fanfictions ever written. Oh! And I am going to. Oh, can I? Yes. Okay, give me one second. I'm going to quickly copy the image of the um, <laughs> I'm going to copy the image of the fanfic and I'm going to send it to the chat right now and okay. I'm going to just let you absorb it. <laughs> I'm just going
1: to uh, Oh, I Do just hey, to? I got a little notif- Got a little notification. I wonder what's in What the holy <laughs> shit is this? Hey, Lincoln? Hey, Lincoln? Hey, what the <laughs> hell is what who? Who? <laughs> Please describe what, what you see. I <laughs> don't selling this for me. I don't know if I can describe what I'm seeing. All I can assume is that <laughs> Edward Cullen is some sort of astronaut god. <laughs> you got it exactly right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what okay, in the so Microsoft Paint? Here. What the fuck is this?
1: Like, here is, <laughs> like, on, this, on this portrait on, don't, don't is say it, is any it, more <laughs> words I can't handle it right now
2: yeah hey Lincoln we, we don't why why did you do this to us
0: So I think, I think you will be, uh, you clearly can tell now that I in fact found the best fan fiction of Twilight, just based on that. Wait till I I tell you what the story's about. I thought
1: I had, I thought I had seen the best thing imaginable and now I have looked upon the face of God.
0: (laughs) We got to put the, you got to put that in the show notes for sure.
1: (laughs) Here's the problem. Here's the problem is that I can't oh, stop no. looking at it. I can't stop making <laughs> eye contact with it.
0: <laughs> so I got to describe it. People need to know what you, what we're looking at is uh, what what appears to be a uh, Mayan pyramid, which is at the bottom of the of the frame, and then the title is to the left. And then the, uh, at the midpoint, there's kind of a flare of light. And just above this flare of light is, is Edward Cullen's visage. <laughs> layered, lovingly feathered into an image of an astronaut's helmet. And he's like the sun rising over the pyramid, but it's his face.
1: <laughs> it's like the Teletubbies, baby. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm weeping, Lincoln. I can't <laughs> handle this.
0: Um, so, do you want to hear what it's about now?
1: Okay. All right. Let me compose myself. Let me prepare myself. <laughs> okay. What could this uh, possibly be? Is time travel involved?
0: Um. Strangely, yes. Actually. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna read the um. I'm going to read you the summary and then I'll, I'll kind of take you through my own summary of it. (laughs) This is the official summary posted on December, uh, posted, (laughs) sorry, in March of 2012. So, uh, 12 years ago.
1: And four years after this movie came out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It says Bella is like every other girl until she touches an unfamiliar stone at the museum, an (laughs) event that now links her to an astronaut with a strange (laughs) tattoo when the end of the world is near, only they can solve the mystery before it's too late or precisely before December 21st, 2012. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh, want to wanna hear what happens now?
1: I would love to hear what happens. I want nothing more than to hear what happens.
0: So, um, this author, I can't help but, like, Just it, this author is so endearing to me because whoever this is knows a lot about both Mayan history and about (laughs) NASA. And they're just like, so excited to show off all their knowledge. (laughs) So we start with Bella and, uh, Alice and Rosalie, who are the other vampires probably. I don't really, I don't know. Sure. They can be. And they're going to Houston, um, to visit the, uh, the Johnson space center and art museum.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs)
0: They start by going to Abercrombie and Fitch, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay,
0: and then they go to the uh, uh, they go to the art museum, the Museum of Fine Arts, and they go to the Arts of Mexico Central and South America exhibit which apparently this, this uh, I am only assuming 14-year-old also saw because it is a very detailed description of what's in the <laughs> museum. Uh, lots of really great description. I got to say the grammar and spelling and formatting of this is immaculate. It's like excellently formatted, which is really funny. Um, and she sees a stone, uh, which is again described as, uh, in the mi- the stone consists of three rings. Uh, one around another with symbols on each circle. The ones on the smallest ring are dots and dashes. On the second one, a sort of small figures chiseled into the stone and the third one has a full-fledged Mayan drawing on it. Finally, in the middle of the three rings, there is a symbol that looks like a combination of a yin-yang and the Egyptian eye of Ra with a cross and something that (laughs) resembles a CD. (laughs) Remember (laughs) the days where you could compare something to a CD?
1: (laughs) Uh, 2012. How we miss you. uh,
0: and then she touches it and gets a vision of of the end of the world of the solstice, um, and then it like does some sort of a zap on her. And then she sees a statue called the Colon Sculpture, which is a uh, just a, a body, no head, a naked sculpture of a man. Okay. <laughs> and she says, "Wow, that statue's pretty great." Oh, she's uh, horny
1: the, for the statue.
0: Uh, yes. And it, let me, let me see what she says. She says, the model must have certainly been a fine specimen. One, no woman with her wits about her would have kicked him out of her bed.
1: <laughs> uh, ew, what? Ew. <laughs> so she says, I, would, I would wouldn't kick that guy out of bed for eating hot. crackers <laughs>
0: <laughs> through and his they neck go, hole. They go to a Mexican restaurant. She makes a point. She says, there are a few in Seattle, but the food isn't as good as it is in Texas, <laughs> which I think oh. is probably accurate.
1: Oh, my, my home state. <laughs> There's a chance I might run into this person.
0: Then they go to NASA and they see a sign at the door that says lunch with an astronaut. Um, and the astronaut <laughs> Wait, walks in. This beautiful astronaut walks in and he says, good, mor- good afternoon, ladies. My name is Captain Edward Cullen and I'll be lunching with you today. So guys, Edward Cullen is an astronaut. <laughs>
1: What? oh so this is we're no, talking about like alternate universe fan fiction here fully this alternate is not... universe
0: okay so actually i want to stop here so she falls in love with him at first sight and uh i want to point out that this story as crazy batshit as it as it is actually fixes some of the problems with twilight because the first thing <laughs> is that all of these all the characters all the characters in this story are 21 and older they're all old enough they go to a bar and it says we showed our ids to the person at the bar and then they let us mm. in nice and so we already are kind of avoiding the like weird age difference and then uh edward cullen's not a vampire he's just a cool guy
1: <laughs> wait wait hold on are there <laughs> vampires in this story <laughs> nope <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of space gods just a so then bunch they of- they
0: meet they have a great little meet cute, then they uh meet at the club later, they dance together, um then there's some uh <laughs> some terrible stuff happen. <laughs>
1: oh. oh, so you didn't entirely dodge the uh
0: No, I really thought I would have, but I but I didn't.
1: Wow, wait, um, I'm sorry, hold on. Are you suggesting to me No, let me rephrase that. Are you telling me that someone wrote like fifteen pages of Mayan Information and a description Of a museum and then they were like Okay now that all of our characters Are settled it's smut time
0: Uh that's exactly What I'm telling you (laughs) that's exactly What happens (laughs) except the 15 pages of Mayan information is afterwards
1: Oh good okay
0: (laughs) And so it turns out Edward is the center of a prophecy that's Bringing about the end of the world and they have to do a blood Sacrifice and then they do it and they Prevent the apocalypse and then that's the End of the story for now
1: Wow, that's amazing! You know, it's it's crazy that they they predicted the end of Aquaman. That's pretty cool. I'm proud of them for that.
0: <laughs> so, if you're ever wondering why the world didn't end in 2012, it's because Bella and Edward, the astronaut, Colin,
1: <laughs> Thanks, uh, did cool, a blood sacrifice. regular man space person <laughs> Edward.
0: Uh, so there you go. There's my there's wow. my fan fiction that I found.
1: I was so confident, and I was so wrong. <laughs>
0: So, um, I don't even know how to recover from from what I just read.
1: Are we going to talk about the movie?
0: I think we need to talk about
1: the movie now. Okay, yeah. I I think we have to at this point. Seems like we ought to.
0: Okay, so this movie has a lot of problems with it.
1: I don't know. I thought it was great. (laughs) I thought it was just a real ten-pointer. It was perfect. I don't know. Lincoln... You've 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 tackled a lot of this and your poor little voice can't handle much more. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to take one of these. Uh, there's a, there are three things uh, generally three-ish things that I thought were worth mentioning. I'm sure preston has got some that he thinks are are worth bringing up. Uh-huh. Um the first I feel like is the most obvious, but I I just wrote I too like the visual stylings of an antidepressant ad uh, <laughs> beca- because this thing <laughs> looks so like intentionally bad. I have to assume intentionally horrible (laughs) everything is gray and weird and murky and shitty and i don't i don't know what (laughs) happened but someone saw that and they went good put that movie all i can assume is that maybe they put like a weird lut right at the end so it was like it was about to go out and somebody put a weird color grading thing over everything, over the whole file. And then they were like, fuck, shit, it's out. And then everybody was like, oh, what a stylistic choice. And they were like, yep.
0: Yeah, this movie is so blue, daba ba dee, da die. To the point where like <laughs> things that should be other colors are actually blue and things yeah. that should be red are actually gray at this point.
1: You know, like human flesh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it it should not be hard to tell the difference between which people are vampires and which people are not.
2: But boy, is it.
1: It should not be down to the eye color.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the color grading is horrible. The action is half-assed at oh, best. It's quite and it's no ass. <laughs> quite bad. Worst.
0: Preston, what were you just doing? You're just looking <laughs> off in another direction.
2: Making sure that my thing was still recording, <laughs> ah. okay,
1: I actually can't fault you for that. I'll allow it <laughs> i I will second that just that is, the action being so terrible like i there were times where every once every well oh, every so once in a while, I saw a shot and I went, Huh, that's an interesting shot, and then somebody would jump around like it was like a <laughs> like a music video, and yeah. I went. Ugh. <laughs>
0: This movie's like actively cutting away from interesting things.
1: Yeah. And, and leaving us. Well, yeah. Cause
2: like anything that could be any sort of interesting fun to watch is just so motion that you can't actually enjoy. anything. yeah,
0: this might be the only movie that I turn on those stupid motion settings on my TV (laughs) just to like, try to get it to look more clear,
1: (laughs) try to even it out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We might look like a normal movie that way. Um, how do we feel about the narration that goes throughout the whole movie?
1: I forgot it was happening and quite honestly sometimes I just thought she was muttering stuff under her breath. So I, <laughs> It well,
0: to took me fair, quite a, no way for you to tell.
1: Yeah, it took me quite a while to figure out that that's what was going on. And then there's by the one- time I did it was like, oh, it doesn't matter
0: there's a great moment near the beginning where the narration happens and she's standing up next to her bed and she just literally stands in silence and waits for the narration to finish. And then she sits down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that's, that's such a, a 2012 thing, 2008 thing to do. Oh yeah. That I'm, I'm it's like, that's so the least of my worries when, when I'm so like obsessed, just all I can think about for the next probably week or so is going to be her like, like sitting on his back, like Yoda while he runs up a hill. Uh, That's, that's not an image that leaves a man's mind all too quickly.
0: I guess that brings us to the other thing that they're basically not, they're not vampires. They're X-Men.
1: Oh, they are the most X-Men you could get.
0: Like, They're they're like a found family of people with special abilities who are like under the care of a doctor. Yeah, and a couple of downsides here and there. I really, really love when he's showing off all his powers because he's revealed. He's it's been revealed that he's a vampire, and he goes as if (laughs) as if you could fight me, and then he grabs a stick and throws it (laughs) like
1: just a regular stick.
0: It's like a regular (laughs) stick. It's not like an impressively big stick.
1: Yeah he looks like a homeschool kid when he's doing that like he, <laughs> yes he does he looks like he's like i could kill you <laughs>
0: <laughs> then he runs in a little circle and like comes back. <laughs> this whole movie it's so funny like they want to show the vampires that they have power but they're like hard limited by what they can actually accomplish in camera right so they're like hey uh grab the boat and gently pull the boat towards the shore which is very <laughs> yeah. easy to do and then we'll speed it way, way up and make it look like you have superpowers.
1: Yeah. Hey, get out of the car, walk around, and open the door, and then we're just gonna zoom that up, and it's gonna look so good.
0: <laughs> Which is kind of a nice uh, blade throwback when the I mean, there's just zero just split like up.
2: creativity with any yeah, of that. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah. They just sort of dropped some in randomly just for shits and giggles, and didn't try to make it creative or interesting uh-huh. or.
1: Uh, like eye catching no, yeah. or realistic. Like if I was able to do any of the <laughs> shit that they can do in this movie, aside from throwing regular size sticks around, cause I guess I could <laughs> yeah, do you that. You can do
0: a lot of the stuff that they, you can pull a boat back to shore. <laughs> if it's That's true.
1: <laughs> if I was able to do the things that they do at the speed at which they do them, I oh, would probably okay. like, that would be the only thing I do. That's everything yes. I would do.
0: I want to talk about <laughs> one thing that I kind of, Love about this movie is just how much of a dork Edward is the whole time.
1: Oh, he's so cute.
0: Like, he, he, they, it's like a, like a 14 year old's idea of what, like, a powerful, like, creepy stalker (laughs) man, like, with an obsession is, but he really rings just like a 14 year old who has, like, an interest.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: Like, all of his, like, oh, I'm, I, I want to eat you, Bella. I want to suck your blood, but I don't. It it just (laughs) feels like, like a young, like a middle schooler explaining like the five nights at Freddy's universe to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like he's just such a dork and it's kind of lovable. You're like, okay, I kind of get it. I kind of (laughs) get how you're charming because you're like just so awkward and terrible, but like so earnest.
1: Oh yeah. But then every once in a while he like, he'll turn around and it just, there's just something in the energy, in the Mm -hmm. air in which he turns around that I'm like, (laughs) beat the sweet hell out of her in this moment. Like, Uh, I don't know what it is, but every once in a while he'll, He'll, it'll like pan or be like a Dutch angle. And it's like, oh, this could be like a full blown abuse story in about two seconds.
0: Yeah. And then you're like, oh shoot. The, Cause the movie just wants to constantly like you're constantly in tension between the actual people on the screen and the story telling you how terrible their relationship is probably going to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which I, I feel like, okay, that was a question I had. Do you guys, do you feel that this is, are we supposed to feel like this is a healthy romance? 'Cause that's what everyone seemed to take away from this, is like, oh, what a beautiful love story. That's not I, my thought at all.
0: I asked my sister, who is an actual teenage girl, and I said, Is this like a are you like into this? Is this like something that, that you would find like fascinating or whatever? And she was like, Not at all. This is really weird. So I don't know what it was it about people in two thousand eight that that led them to think this was nice, but from basically I mean, everyone's eyes now, it, it feels, you know, it's a I terrible wanna, relationship.
1: I, I don't want to make too many judgment calls here, but is there any chance that people in 2008 just like hadn't been hurt yet? Is that possible?
0: I think, I think yeah, like Obama <laughs> was just president. We're like, yeah, we're we're optimistic as a nation. We're recovering <laughs> from the financial, from the crash. It's like, you know what? You know, everything's going to turn out fine. This relationship yeah. will be beautiful
1: we're starting like a new space program and we're like, Oh man, we're going to try some stuff out. Like this is going to be yeah. great. Everybody's going to love gonna this. Be awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think, I think we were in a period where we couldn't be hurt much like Bella.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we were just like, what, how, how else will we find our trauma? If we were not recovering from-,
0: from our goth, from our goth face, <laughs> like yeah. distant, we need to feel it somehow.
1: <laughs> I also, I wrote a note. Um, my, my second thing that I wanted to bring up is I, I actually just in this, in this case, I just wrote, Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about like like Pattinson's a good actor. So
0: yeah. So what what the fuck happened? <laughs> what happened?
1: Like we've talked a lot on other you know uh, unnamed podcasts. We've talked a lot about how like a bad script can is is hard to be saved by a good actor. But uh, very rarely do you find a good actor being blatantly bad in a movie. And that's yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is that it's not just him. Cause I think Anna Kendrick's pretty good. I think in the right context, Kristen Stewart can be really good and uh-huh. absolutely 0% of the people in this movie no. are at <laughs> all good. At all.
0: I think, I think the beginning, <laughs> not a one, the beginning of it is that I think it wasn't cast very well.
2: <laughs> okay. Not, I think Tell like, by appearances,
0: that. I think the appearances, like their looks are fine, but I think the, like, Kristen Stewart should be playing kind of like a, a street wise kid, mm. like someone who's who's like kind of sardonic and and joking and, you know, has a kind of um, a rapport like she's Sh- like has rapport with people. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, but Kristen Stewart is just playing it as melancholy and like quiet <laughs> and sad as she can. Basically, they they wrote Kristen Bell and they got Kristen Stewart. <laughs> and then Edward, I think he's playing it too straight i think if he was even i think if he was more ridiculous and like yeah kind of if he was a little zanier
1: it, yeah so what you're saying is it should have been jack black
0: <laughs> that would have <laughs> I, I was i was actually thinking michael Sarah.
1: <laughs> oh that's wonderful oh that's incredible
0: <laughs> that's actually It's something that i've loved doing recently is like trying to recast movies like who <laughs> i would have cast and yeah. hear me out okay um Okay, keep in mind, it's just gonna be Amazing Spider-Man because it's gonna be Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> okay. And it's gonna be directed by Mark Webb.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. That is just the movie Amazing Spider Man.
0: But it's from it's from Gwen's perspective.
1: Okay. Alright.
0: Because it's basically the same.
1: Okay. Actually, yeah, it's yeah. And
0: that brings me to this to this interesting question is this movie. I don't think it meant to do this, but it accidentally showed what it would it be like to live through being the damsel in distress in a story. Ooh,
1: that's very interesting
0: because you experience like we think about Spider-Man in like the, like the first two Spider-Man, the Raimi Spider-Man movies we see, um, we're from Peter's perspective. And so we understand his like mood swings and his conflict between loving Mary Jane, but wanting to protect her and keep her safe from the world that he kind of inhabits. But in this movie we're on the outside we're where where bella is and she just sees a man who's just giving her terrible mixed signals and acting like she (laughs) wants her and he wants her and then pushing her away all of a sudden yeah like it's it's i think they accidentally said something about how like (laughs) superhero stories are told
1: (laughs) man can you imagine if this had been good on any conceivable metric (laughs) that would have been something else because you're right like like, that's exactly what they're exploring. They're just exploring it in such a mundane, annoying way that I'll, I'll never yeah. think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, like, it actually almost has something to say about, like, maybe we should consider more than just the hero's perspective in these kind of grand romance, romances that we have in movies. Hmm.
1: I think, okay, here's my other point, though, is that Mary Jane sucks in those movies so bad. <laughs> Every movie, she's cheating on somebody. Literally every one of them, she's cheating on somebody.
0: Um. So, what? Why? What is
1: not related? Has nothing to do with it. I'm <laughs> just, just really. I feel the across. need to say that because <laughs> it's been on my mind. If I'm being honest, for most of my life, that's <laughs> a thought that's sort of been rolling around this old noggin of mine.
0: Yeah. She can we she talk? Hundred percent does leave someone's wedding in that film in the second film.
1: Yeah. Like not not Wedding's someone's wedding. wedding. She her own, own wedding. wedding for just a guy for just a guy she doesn't oh, well i guess she knows does she know spider-man yeah she knows he's yes Spider-Man.
0: she does she well knows. it's been a
1: minute lincoln i had to think about that for a second can we talk about baseball
0: i feel like we have yes to talk i was about, about to ask if we talked about baseball the most fun scene in the whole movie
1: definitely and also profoundly the worst right the worst scene <laughs> yeah. that they made but also in the way that i like that tastes good to me
0: yeah yeah it's so it's just going for it the whole time you're like (laughs) decision 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 they're just making all these decisions yeah
1: they do family baseball whenever it gets thundery they dress up for family baseball everybody's jumping around on trees you can full body tackle somebody in this game of baseball (laughs) there's a lot of decisions and they're all very good
0: (laughs) a 2000s muse song is playing
1: yeah oh it's perfect that it's like they it's like they remembered they were making a movie for that scene and so all the shots are interesting not good yeah but interesting interesting and like all of them are shots and not just like yeah. oops, we accidentally captured these people acting which is how the rest of the movie <laughs> feels
0: I love how, I don't know who any of the characters' are names are besides Bella and Edward and Jacob, but yeah. the, whoever's the pitcher, I love that she kicks her leg up every time she pitches.
1: Oh, it's so good. She does the full rocket pick, kick. The full it's, rocket
0: pitch, as if she doesn't have superhuman strength. It's
1: so good. I love it. Okay, here's my favorite thing about that scene, is that they set it up like... We have to do baseball whenever it thunders, which is a little pathological. But I love that they're like, why do you have to do baseball when it's thundering? And they're like, you'll see. And then the sound design is so incapable of telling us that it's loud. It's just like, I still wonder. I still wonder why it's context. You have to get it from context clues.
0: The whole basically the sound design of this whole movie is just whack. It's just off, <laughs> it off everything. Like remember when he stops the the van, there's oh, like yeah. no sound associated with him stopping the van with his bare hands.
1: Why would there be? But there's so much sound when he pops the dent out of the truck. It's, it's like the <laughs> yeah. loudest sound on God's green earth.
0: And there's sometimes where that's like this quiet, intimate vocal scene. And then it's like the gain is boosted way up. And it sounds like <laughs>
2: that. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Preston, did you have any notes? I feel like we've been talking a lot about baseball here. Did you like, what did you, what, what did you think about baseball?
2: You know, baseball, it It was, I I think that's about when I, when I stopped my little tune out moment <laughs> for most of the movie. Good. You caught and the best I was like, part. oh, this is something that does not belong in this movie <laughs> whatsoever True. and yet it is almost the only redeeming thing about this <laughs> yeah. That is such a good way to put it.
1: That's exactly what it is.
2: Yeah, I love that the the scene does absolutely nothing but provides some sort of a very weird meeting with the eventual
1: villain.
0: Again, two and a half hour or one and a half hours into this two hour movie, we meet yeah. the villain.
1: And it's still <laughs> it's so much it's movie. still barely like addresses that they're going to be the villain. It's that should oh, have yeah. been like maybe 40 minutes into the movie. Maybe.
0: You know what dare I say? I don't think this movie had to have a villain.
1: That would have been something. That would have been interesting.
0: Like, it could have just been about their relationship and the fact that he's a vampire. And he says at the beginning, is... What if I am the villain? And you're like, Yeah, what if he is? And the movie's like, No, he's not. There's a worse guy, there's a worse I mean, I... blonde vampire boy. <laughs>
1: ironically the movie has to shout that because the rest of the movie is shouting yeah he kind of he is like he definitely is is i do feel i feel strongly that like okay i don't love that i have this information but (laughs) the later movies get into the uh the the whole jacob and edward of it all like they Mm -hmm. they dive into the whole werewolf thing and the, the dichotomy between werewolves and vampires they really get into that that would have been an interesting antagonist for this movie if they had kind of yeah. delved into the second book a little bit. Again, I hate I hate so deeply <laughs> that I have this information that I've seen all of these movies before, but <laughs> like that would have been something. And then build yeah. a, like the weird Council of Vampires toward the end.
0: There's a scene where they kiss and there's no music playing, and it really, really bothered me that it was just very, silent.
1: Very scary.
0: It made me want to never kiss anyone again.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: It's like, if this is what it looks like to a th- to to even a hypothetical third party, I'm, I never want to do this.
1: I can't be a part of this anymore. I don't actually know why I wrote some of these notes that I know, wrote. I'm looking through them, and I, I wrote in all caps, is the dick sparkly? And that's a good question.
0: <laughs> that is a good question. Um, let me scroll over to the fanfic is real that quick. Is what everybody wants
1: to know the answer to? Um, uh, there's so many people that would like to know yes. the answer to that, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right. John, and
2: I'm sure that there are several, probably several thousand fanfics that would love to um,
1: enlighten you on that subject. Yes, they definitely are. Probably the weird Mayan one that Lincoln found would tell us, I bet. I don't know. You
0: want me to send you the link?
1: (laughs) I do not want that. I want nothing less than that. (laughs) Can't be clear. Send it to his work computer, Don't send it to any computer, (laughs) any of them well as as this is a power hour, and we have probably a power forty minutes of podcast <laughs> um, I would say I would say we should probably dive into our, our equivalent cinematic punishment, punishment.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. oh, we should explain cinematic punishment because we've never done it before
1: that's true yeah we we go through and we we just give some examples of what this is the general equivalent punishment to, so i'll I'll kick her off. This is uh watching this movie is the cinematic equivalent to looking at an apple and thinking, gosh, that apple looks kind of bad, and then tasting the apple and going, huh, yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This movie is a cinematic punishment to holding a piece of ice in your hand until it completely melts all the way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This movie is the cinematic equivalent of being really excited to make a sandwich and realizing that you only have the heel of the
1: bread left to make that
2: sandwich. And you're just disappointed the entire time.
1: And very thick cut ham and no
2: knives.
0: <laughs> John, were you about to have an issue with?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't think that was strong enough. I would say that this is the cinematic equivalent of holding a piece of dry ice until it, <laughs> until it completely evaporates. Officially melts. <laughs> this movie is oh, I would the say-
2: cinematic equivalent of trying to have a fun podcast with your friends and one of them just absolutely ruining it every single time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Come on. <laughs> this is the cinematic equivalent of getting a coffee at like a nice coffee shop and then forgetting you got it and then going back to it and it's cold now. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's just mm. not good. It's disappointing.
0: This is the cinematic equivalent to walking into a room and forgetting why you walked into that room. And then leaving, and then realizing why you walked in, and then going back to the room and forgetting again, and doing that like fifteen or sixteen <laughs> times in a row.
1: I think that might be it, boys. I think that I think that's the best one. So,
2: I think there we go. That's one point for Lincoln. Um, guys,
0: I am so. I feel like I did bad job hosting because I. I think I still might be a little sick.
1: I don't know. It's tough to tell. Um, I think you i think you did great i think you know there's grace to be had um for, for not the for you material
2: i think you did fairly well
1: yeah you gave about as much effort as anyone else in this movie whose turn is it do we know it's gonna be I don't preston's turn what order this goes it's mine preston's turn all right it's mine as um uh, i want to i want to guide into this we uh we'll have we'll kind of it's a rotating system for who recommends mm, requires uh, no who movies on the other two it is preston's turn goes lincoln preston me as i have just learned preston go ahead um
2: your movie for next week uh will be rebel moon (gasps) no
1: (laughs) (laughs) i have to get netflix for you fucks
2: (laughs) i mean i i paid for a month of peacock to watch twilight so that's valid you know what Respect <laughs> now my algorithm that's fair. Is totally fucked for that month so
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, okay you i assume you're you're Anyways. talking about Zach Snyder's rebel moon yep yep and do we have any homework good um
2: i you know i was trying to think of a homework assignment and i uh in in my usual style i do not have one great you're like a you're like a cool um, substitute teacher who like we're like
0: oh sweet <laughs> Preston's teaching today. Ooh, can, I, yeah, can, I, I,
2: exactly. can I? suggest the, the a little bit of homework? The substitute teacher that nobody wants. <laughs> no teachers want, but all really the students like. want. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Can I? Exactly. Can I be teacher's pet and suggest a little homework for this?
0: No. Yes.
1: <laughs> Good. I happen to know <laughs> that Zack Snyder will be releasing his Snyder cut of this movie, and I want. I, I think our homework should be to figure out what's going to be different.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Great. I like that that is the homework assignment that is genius
0: well thank you preston
2: you could have rented twilight you could have (laughs) just paid like
1: three dollars you didn't have to get peacock (laughs) you could have just
2: rented it it was either rent it for three dollars or pay six for a month of peacock
1: okay okay all right i see the efficiency there (laughs) Uh, sorry i'm sorry lincoln i i I get to watch the continental so not mad (laughs) score
0: thank you for listening to the motion picture retribution power hour uh it has been a wonderful power hour uh Hosted by your illustrious evening brothers, I have been Brother Lincoln.
1: I have been Brother John. And this is Brother Preston.
0: Goodbye.